Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I am so glad that you are here today. I'm always excited when you tune in, but today we're going to be talking about three mistakes to avoid when you're finding your calling. So as you all know, I love talking to people about calling, about purpose, about destiny, about this road and this journey that we're on as we are trying to do the will of God in our lives, right? And so there are a few things that I think you should really truly avoid (laughs) if you are finding your calling. So if you are on, if you are journeying to discover what you're called to do, who who God created you to be, I believe there's some things you have to avoid. There are some things that you need to watch out for. So let's talk about that today. I truly believe that God has a very unique purpose for each and every one of us. And as you are on the journey to discovering your calling, I've created a list of 10 important questions to really help you narrow in, get really focused, really specific, and figure out what it is that God is calling you to do. So let me help you get started. Here are the first three questions that you can start thinking about, praying about as you work through your calling journey. Number one, what is unique about me? Number two, what do I love to do? Number three, who do I enjoy helping? So those are the first three questions. I definitely want you to take some time to sit with it, pray about it, journal out your answers, and begin to figure out the direction that God is leading you. Definitely go to shaylahilton.com backslash freebies to download the rest of the guide so you can have all 10 questions or click the link in the show notes. Hope this helps. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Hey friend, welcome to the Called and Confident podcast where you will find strategies and solutions to discover your calling, get unstuck, and move in the direction that God is leading you. I'm Shayla and for many years I struggled doing all of the things, but still wondered what was my true purpose. I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it just didn't feel like it was all coming together or making the impact that I had expected. I just felt like there was still so much more. Have you been feeling stuck in life and wondering if God has forgotten about you? If so, I can totally relate. My mission is to help you take action on your God-given assignment so you can confidently live healthy, healed, and whole. If you're ready to say yes to your calling and start moving forward, then you're in the right place. Girl, it's time for a little sister chat. You grab the popcorn, I'll grab the peanut M&Ms, and meet me on the couch. Let's get started. All right, today we are talking about three mistakes to avoid when finding your calling. So having lots of conversations with people about calling, about purpose, about destiny, about this Christian walk, there are things that kind of come up over and over Again, there are things that kind of hold people back. There are things that hinder people from progress. There are certain things that kind of keep people in that place where they feel completely stuck, where they feel unproductive. And so I want to talk to you about some of those things today so that you can avoid those things while you are on your calling journey. Okay, here's number one. Three mistakes to avoid when finding your calling. Number one, trying to do what you've seen other people do. Okay, so a big mistake when you are on your unique calling journey from God is trying to do what you've seen other people do. And lots of people do that. And they'll just say, oh, you know, I'm going to do it like 
such and such did, or I'm going to just, you know, emulate my business just like this person or my ministry, just like this person or my, um, whatever you're working on, <laughs> I'm going to create uh, a YouTube channel, just like that part, whatever the thing is that you're doing or that you feel led to do trying to model it exactly like somebody else's is a huge mistake. Why is it a mistake? Because God created you with unique skills and gifts and talents and experiences. So even if you're doing something that is similar to what someone else might be doing, the way God created you and the way he wants you to do it will be unique. Okay. So you can't just find a person and model what they're doing. You can't just find a person. And when they post something, you post something similar. You make your website look exactly like yours. You set your ministry up exactly like theirs. That's not unique. Okay. So we don't need that. God didn't, he didn't create you to copy somebody else. He wants you to be unique and specific how he created you to be. And the only person he wants us to copy and emulate ourselves after is Jesus. So to know the blueprint of how your ministry, your business, your thing should look, you have to go to God and say, God, tell me what does my thing look like? What is, what does my calling look like? How do I stay true to myself? How do I stay true to how you created me? How do I use the gifts, the skills, the talents that you put on the inside of me, my experiences in life? How do I use all of that to bring it together in such a way that it's a blessing to the people that I'm serving It's good for me. And most importantly, it glorifies you, God. So you have to just trust him and you have to not do what you've seen done, but you have to do it the way he's created you to do it. And many times, in many cases, it may be something you might be pioneering a path. You might be doing something that has never been done before, something that's never been seen before, something that people won't understand right away. People, listen, people love hype. <laughs> people love a crowd. People love something that has a lot of like, you know, hype around it. If one person says it's great, if 50 people start to watch it and look at then everybody's going to turn in that direction. That's that crowd mentality. But you are not called to that and you are not called to feed into that. God has created you to do something unique, something specific in the earth, and you have to do that. You have to commit to what he's called you to do. You have to commit to the path and the calling that he has for you. And it might not look like what anybody else is doing. And even if it looks similar to what somebody else is doing, your, your thing will still have a unique spin on it. Your thing will still be very unique to who you are and how he created you to be. Okay. So mistake number one, do not, do not just go out and do exactly what you've seen done. I can assure you that's not what God created you to do. I can assure you that's not how he wants you to carry it out. He wants your thing to be specific to how he designed you. Okay. Mistake number two, we're talking about three mistakes to avoid when finding your calling. Mistake number two is trying to wait until the conditions are right or perfect. Many times when I'm talking to people, they say, well, Shayla, you know, I'm waiting until I have this amount of money, or I'm waiting until I have this amount of followers, or I'm waiting until, 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 you know, people always have all these things that they're waiting for. Let me tell you today that conditions will never be perfect. And in many cases, the conditions won't even be right. <laughs> you will feel like it is the worst time to be launching something. It is the worst time to be stepping out. It is, it's the worst time to be going forth and creating something. And in most cases, that will be the time. 
that will be the moment. So trying to wait until the conditions are perfect, the timing is right, you have the right resources, you have this buy-in, that person said you should go forth, this person agrees, that person said they would help you, this person said that. If you sitting around waiting for that, you will never get started, okay? That is a huge mistake. I think there are many people who can miss their opportunity. They can miss their window because they are waiting on other people or they are waiting on resources or they are wait, or they say, I'm waiting to hear God. And God spoke to you six months ago and said, get started. Okay. And you are sitting here talking about, I'm still waiting on God. He already said, go. He said, go forth. Okay. He said, get started. That was the word. And so conditions aren't going to be right. They aren't going to be perfect. You have to just go. You have to get started. You have to take action. You have to go to God, say, God, what's the plan? What's the thing? What do I do? And he will tell you, he will show you, but it's your responsibility to get started. It's your responsibility to go forth. Okay, here's mistake number three that happens all the time. Most people have no idea what God put them here on the earth to do. In fact, countless women share with me that they just feel stuck and frustrated in life. If that's you, take a deep breath because that's completely normal and you're in good company. I believe that there are four main reasons for those feelings. Here they are, number one, you're not sure what your gifts are. Number two, you're not sure what the Bible says about calling. Number three, you're not sure which training resources you might need. And number four, you're just not sure how to create an actionable plan to get started. And that's why these are the four main things that I address with my coaching clients inside of the Called and Confident Accelerator. Can you imagine knowing exactly what God created Created you to do? Can you imagine having clarity for your life and business? Imagine feeling productive and free to flow with God. Can you imagine creating an actionable plan that provides strategy and structure for your life, business, and or ministry? And then I want you to imagine walking confidently as the woman that God created you to be. All of that is truly possible when you find your calling and live life on purpose. So let's get started. I wanna personally invite you to join me inside of the Called and Confident Accelerator. There are only a few spots left for the month. So go to shaylahilton.com and click work with me. shaylahilton.com, then I want you to click work with me or click the link in the show notes. So I am so excited for what's to come for you and I cannot wait to see you on the inside. When people are trying to find their calling, when people are trying to figure out what they're supposed to be doing in life, in the earth, the third mistake is trying to figure it out all on your own. Trying to figure it out all on your own can be a huge mistake that many people make. Now, here's what I recommend. I recommend when you know that you have a calling, first of all, we, we all do, especially once you are in Christ, there is something that he puts you in the earth to do. But when you know that you have a calling, my first recommendation is to go to God. You go to the creator to figure out what is the thing and the purpose for the created being, for the created thing to do. Okay. So when, when you buy a product, you some people just don't at all, but we should read the manufacturer's manual, right? Whenever you get something new, there's always a manual. There's always instructions. There's always, this is how you do it. Here are the steps, right? Many of us don't read it, right? I personally kind of sometimes, I, I must confess, sometimes I jump in there and just start playing with the thing to figure it out. But what we should do is read the manufacturer's manual. We should read the instructions. We should read the guide that's provided, right? 
So I highly recommend we first go to God and say, God, what is it that I'm called to do? What did you create me to do? What is my purpose in the earth? What is the destiny that I'm supposed to be fulfilling? And the more and more time that we seek his face, the more and more time that we sit in his presence, the more and more time that we spend getting to know him and he will tell us about ourselves. He'll show you the thing. He'll tell you the thing. He'll show you how your gifts, your skills, your talents, the tools, your life experiences. He shows you how all of those things go together to do the thing he created you to do. Okay, so that's what I first recommend is going to God. And then here's where people get a bit off track. People will then sometimes just try to then figure it out themselves. You know, sometimes some people skip the God part altogether and just try to figure it out. But I highly recommend once you go to God, once you have prayed into the thing, once you are looking for direction and guidance, I then highly recommend that you find resources to assist you on your journey. I truly believe in coaches. I believe in coaches. I believe in programs. I believe in getting with the right people. I believe in doing my own research. I'm a researcher because you want to know the thing. Now, that takes me back to point number one. We're not doing the research and the study so you can copy what somebody else is doing. You're just trying to expand your knowledge upon on the thing, on the topic, on the pattern, on the path. Okay, so you're looking to expand your knowledge. You're looking to grow. You're not looking to copy. Okay, that's a huge thing there. You got to keep that in mind. And so I believe there are a lot of people who are trying to figure it out on their own and they're piecing things together and they're pulling a little bit here and pulling a little bit there and wasting a lot of time. And then when you ask them, you know, how much have you done? Have you worked on this or that? They're in the exact same place they were six, eight, 12 months ago because they have done nothing but fiddle and fumble with things. And so I highly recommend you don't have to do everything on your own. You can get yourself a coach. You can get enrolled in a program to say, hey, here's what God has given me. This is what I know I'm supposed to be doing. How can I put this thing together? How can I roll this out into the earth? What resources, what tools, what training do you have to help sharpen my skills, to sharpen my axe, sharpen my craft? That's very important. You may be gifted, but you still need to work on your skill set. You might be a speaker, but you still need to improve your speech. How does that, how do you get better at that? Whatever your skills are, they can always, always be improved upon. And so people fiddle and fumble and waste a lot of time trying to do it all on their own, but you just need to get yourself positioned with the right people. You need to get yourself in the right programs. You might need to enroll in school. You might need to find a coach. You might need to go to your uh, pastor, your leader, your spiritual mentor, your spiritual parent. You, you need some guidance. You might need some direction because in, in most cases, in most cases, and this is true in my own life, having a community around you, having uh, leaders, having a community, having programs, having tools, having uh, mentors and coaches that will, sh that will shorten the time. It can help you skip some steps. It can help you skip a lot of trial and error because they've already been the way you're going. And so you need to pray and ask God to help you know the people that are supposed to help you on your journey. Pray and ask God, should I connect with this person? Will this coach be useful for me, Lord? Will this person be helpful to me? Because you want people, this is again, just my, my opinion. I like to have coaches and mentors and pe and leaders and people around me who I know have a relationship with God and who I know can hear from God. 
But that's just what I want. You, you choose what you want. That's important to me. If I'm trying to be led of the spirit of God, I need you to be too if you're going to tell me something. But that's just me. You get to choose who you want to choose. But I highly recommend that you figure out who can be of assistance to you, who can help you on your calling journey so that you are not fumbling in the dark trying to figure it out on your own. Let me go through those three mistakes again. Three mistakes to avoid when finding your calling. Number one, trying to do what you've seen everyone else do. That's a huge mistake. Don't make that mistake. Number two, trying to wait until the conditions are right or perfect. That's a mistake. You might just need to get going. Take action. Do something. Move in the direction of your calling. And then the third mistake is trying to figure it out all on your own. God wants us to be in community with one another. He wants us to be in connection with one another. He wants us to help and support each other on our journeys as we move, okay? So that is what I have to share with you today. Let me know. Reach out to me. Email me. Let me know at hello at shaylahilton.com. Let me know if you have been struggling with any of these mistakes, if you've made any of these mistakes. And if so, what did you do about it? Or what are you planning to do about it? Okay. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to chat with you guys in the email. And I think that's it for now. And I'll talk to you again in the next episode. All right, sis, I know you have to get back to your day, but I hope this was helpful and I pray it blessed you tremendously. Before you go, can you leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share this with another sister who is ready to confidently walk in her calling? Oh, and don't forget to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you and I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Just remember, God's got it and God's got you. Talk to you soon.